gorgeous one welcome back to the trust and transform podcast i'm helen joy butler your hostess and it's so lovely to have you here with me on your own inner room journey today we're diving in with one of the elements that you need to dive deeply with on your own journey if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes what is your inner room and time to energetically declutter your inner room please do. They'll set you up more fully ahead of today's episode. So in the introduction to this podcast, I shared with you that I'm an ex-left brain teacher who was totally disconnected from her right brain, highly sensitive empath spiritual self, who gets really angry when women don't own their spiritual gifts and abilities in their life and if relevant, their business because they've been told by other people that it's all in their head, they're too sensitive, they're making it all up. So why is it important for me to share that with you? Because it's literally the reason I was disconnected from my true self. So I didn't own my spiritual gifts I didn't integrate my gifts and abilities into my life or business before I started working under my own name, that is. I was told by people more often than not that I was too sensitive. I was told that all of those things I was picking up on, that I sensed, that I felt, that I knew energetically, I was making it all up and unfortunately I believed what everyone said about me and my weirdness. So picture that as a list and see masses of ticks beside each one. Didn't own my spiritual gift? Tick. Didn't integrate my gifts and abilities into my life or business? Tick. Told by other people I was too sensitive? Tick. Told I was making up what I sensed, felt or knew energetically about the unseen realm? Tick. Believed what everyone said about me and my weirdness? Tick, tick, tick. At the time, I had no connection to my true self. No understanding of what it was I needed and no idea of how to undo the mess I found myself in. Why had I gone on for so long, feeling so untethered, so disconnected from myself? It was a question I pondered for years until I stumbled across the answer. This is what I got. It doesn't matter why you kept going for so long, Helen. What matters is that you now know. So what are you going to do about it? Great answer, hey? Thanks, universe. (laughs) Thanks for the job you just thrust into my hands. Because that's what it was. I'd made the decision. I'd gone, okay, right. I'm disconnected. What can I do about it? Boom. That's when the doors opened. Or should I say when I finally stepped out of the shallows and jumped into my own deep. And what a job that was. At times I was the most diligent of workers, putting in the hours and working overtime to find myself. At other times I was hopeless, floundering with no idea what I was doing. There was no guide or map that helped me make the journey easier. And I totally understand and respect that if I was a real employee, I would have sucked me on days like that. 
So this was when I thought other people knew much more about this spiritual stuff than I did. So that was when I became a healer hunter. So what's a healer hunter, you ask? Someone who moves from healer to healer, learning to learning, spiritual teacher to spiritual teacher, hoping to find the secret to staying afloat. This, by the way, is my own definition. I made it up, but I think it describes a lot of people, me included at the time. So when I was a healer hunter, this is what I did. I read nearly every esoteric spiritual and self-help book I could get my hands on. I attended workshops and retreats to learn new skills. I put those in adverted commas, learn and new. I studied methods and processes that worked for others but didn't feel 100% right for me, like those undies that fit well enough but are actually just a bit too tight. I wished I could be like Teacher X or Guru A because from where I stood, they fit the mould I wanted to be in. And I listened to intuitive advice, which I actively sought out or was gifted to me by others. And then I attempted to fit myself into the mould that they created for me. So you know how well that went, didn't you? Or don't you? At the time, I was fighting inner demons, which said, Helen, if you really take this path, your friends, family, community, etc., etc., fill in the blanks, will banish you, excommunicate you, remember you forever as the crazy outcast you are. What a bloody mess. So every part of my being at this time reinforced what I now know to be true, that I didn't trust myself at all. But I struggled on very often in silence, with lots of crying in the shower, eventually arriving at the realisation that to find my true self, this is what I had to do. I had to drop the healer hunting and stop believing in what my inner demons said. Because more often than not, what they said was a pack of lies anyway. I had to invite the vibration of my actual birth certificate middle name which is joy into all aspects of my life even when joy was the farthest emotion I was feeling at the time. I had to gift myself permission to stop faffing about to dive deeply and fully allowing what I knew to be true about myself to emerge from the deep. That's where a lot of trusting had to happen for the transformation to occur. And I had to stop believing that the stories I told myself and the experiences I'd been through were too heavy for me to release or let go of. And a big tip here, if that one relates to you, they actually weren't. It was my beliefs about them that were hard to drop. So this was the cycle that sustained me, that I came back to day after day, year after year, even though it's only now, as I stand on the other side of that deep transformation and awakening, that I can actively state that this was the process I used. And that's why I really want to share that with you, particularly in this episode, but across this whole podcast's life. So if you're like me, you're very visual. So let's see what that looks like visually. So 
I'd like you to picture a wheel with five key words around it connected by arrows. The first word is connect, invite, allow, recognize, arrive. So that cycle is ongoing. Connect, invite, allow, recognize, arrive. Connect, invite, allow, recognize, arrive. And it's a cycle I still use to this day, supporting me to arrive back home to myself, grounded in my truth as I continue on my inner room journey with a deep connection to my spirit team. I will be forever grateful for this cycle in the same way that I'm grateful that the sun rises in the morning and sets in the evening, making way for the moonrise to occur and eventually set, allowing the beautiful cycle and synergy that sustains life on our planet to continue. So I'd like to leave you with two questions at this stage, if that's okay. The first question is, which part of the cycle are you currently in? And the second is, what can you do while you're here to support you to energetically declutter your inner room and step closer to yourself? I'm going to leave you with those questions today. But if connecting with self is one element of your inner room journey, are there any others? Definitely. We'll be connecting and diving in more deeply with those next time we gather. I hope you're ready for it. But until we connect again, sending you deep love on your journey.